The iPhone XR is here at T-Mobile, and there's a whole lot to love. Like taking those perfect new year, new you portrait mode selfies you're going to share. Nice. It's the best way to stay connected to everyone you'll heart most in 2019. So get ready to fall in love with iPhone XR on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. Call 1-800-T-MOBILE to learn more or visit a store today. Welcome to another edition of the Streaking Line podcast. Once again, my name is Pierce, and once again, I've got Caroline, the world's greatest co-host with me. How's it going? Hey, it's good. Hey. What's going on? <laughs> Not too much. Very excited uh, for our special guests this week. If you want to introduce our special guests. Yes, I'm very excited. Um, listeners, you might actually recognize his voice if you often take in the Virginia basketball games via radio. We have with us today Jim Miller who's joining us, uh, usually alongside Dave Kane. So you'll have to forgive us if we're not as good as Dave, but also maybe <laughs> talk about Dave if we're better. Um, but Jim, how are you? Thanks for joining us. <laughs> hey, th- yeah, I'm doing great. And, and thank you both for, for having me on. Absolutely. So you were on the last time, you were on the team the last time Virginia was ranked number one. But more recently, let's kind of talk a little bit about getting into the broadcasting radio side of things. This is your first season uh, doing the radio gig with Virginia basketball. How has that been and what kind of, uh, how, are you more comfortable now? How have you enjoyed that whole process? <laughs> yeah, the, the, so the first, que- the, the most popular question that I seem to have gotten over the last several months, when people find out that I'm, or found out that I'm doing this, they, they asked me, are you, are you enjoying it? And <laughs> Uh, the, the short answer is, is absolutely. I mean, the, I get to watch great basketball up close. Good seats. Again, great <laughs> and, and great seats, right? You're absolutely right. Next to the, to the bench and, and the kids are good kids on the team and, and the staff, they're quality individuals. So getting to know each of them is, has been great. And oh, by the way, the team's kind of good too. So yeah. it has been, yeah. it has been really enjoyable watching uh, this. And I, I, I would be totally, I got to be totally honest in that if, you know, you said at the beginning of the year, oh, this team's going to be ranked number one in the country and they will only mm-hmm. lost two times, you know, could not have imagined that mm-hmm. in my wildest dreams. So it's, it's, uh, I am thoroughly enjoying it. I, I have learned a lot. I've learned a lot about, uh, you know, looking at different ways of, of, of studying the game. I've learned, uh, kind of the process and the philosophy of, of running that organization kind of from a managerial standpoint. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's, I think all that combined, I, I, here's the way I would sum that up is that if we were 10 and 10 right now, Honestly, I think I'd still be having a great time because intellectually it's stimulating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd never done 
this before. So it was a challenge. I knew it was going to be a challenge for me kind of going outside of my comfort zone. And I think it's good for all of us, uh, whatever we are doing to kind of put ourselves outside of that. And, and I knew that that was going to be the case for me. And as, as we've gotten into it, it it's just like anything, you got to get the reps in. And so yeah. if I look back at day, day one to where I am today, I feel much more comfortable. Um, I understand the mechanics of it a lot better getting in and out the, the saying what you got to say in a very short period of time, not stepping yeah. on Dave, you know, <laughs> not, not always a strength of mine. So it's, it's, it's been a, it's been a fun and good challenge all at the same time. Awesome. And you've been in Charlottesville for a while now. Is that right, Jim? Yes. Okay. So you have, how much have you been able to, I'm guessing followed the team along the years since being in Charlottesville, but also, so what is that like seeing the development of the team and then, are you the lucky token that's coming in this year <laughs> to bring them this good luck? That's make brought them the <laughs> Well, I, I I don't know about that. You know who I I, I get I get texts from from friends who are indicating that to me, <laughs> and all and then I realize all those people are my age. So they <laughs> they're like the old school guys that are like you realize you know you're the one and uh, so. I have, I've had a chance. We've been fortunate that we've had season tickets for a, a number of years now. And, and so my wife and I have had the opportunity to, to, to go to almost every home game uh, over that time period. So uh, getting to, to see those guys up close and seeing the progress of the various teams and all the, all the wonderful players that they've had before this year, uh, seeing those guys come through and seeing how, Coach Bennett and his staff kind of do their thing and and um, run their process and and um, have have built the program to what it is uh, today. So it's been uh, it's it's that's been pretty pretty neat and special. Awesome. Um, can you talk a little bit about the the comparison in your time in this basketball program? I mean, what what do you see in Tony's program versus uh, Coach Hollins or? or are there major differences or, I mean, both successful coaches with successful teams, there's got to be a lot in common, I would think. You know, that's a great question. I, I have, um, I have uh, been asked that before and I've, I've given thought to that. And what's kind of neat for me is that we have, um, we, when I say we back, back when I played during that time, period, mm -hmm. we did a lot of the same things that they do today as it relates to those five pillars. And when I first mm -hmm. heard, when I first met coach Bennett and he talked about the five pillars that really resonated with me because it, I personally identified with that and, and we might not have called them by mm -hmm. those names then, but we certainly uh, adhered to, to those things. And so, um, there are a lot of similarities. I mean, we were, we were, um, pretty aggressive defensively oriented team, but we probably scored more points, but I think the game is just so different today than, than it is then. Uh, we probably turned the ball over more, uh, than, than, than this team 
does, but, uh, we, we, um, you know, very similar in a lot of, a lot of ways. I think we were very well prepared. Obviously this Virginia team is very well prepared when they go on the road and, and playing all the teams in the conference, but even outside mm-hmm. of the conference. And I felt like, uh, our Virginia teams back during the Holland era, we were, we were, uh, always very well prepared and, um, you know, the, the, it's a battle when you're in the league playing back then we'd play everybody home and away. When so we were, at. we were playing Duke and Carolina twice a year and, and all the other teams. And so it, it, it pretty much, you get to the point where you can just throw the scouting report out the, out the window because everybody knows what everybody else does, <laughs> but we would, we would play the occasionally we play these teams outside of the conference and we we um, we always did well against those guys uh, as well, and I think that's just because we were so well prepared. Gotcha. When you look at you know the, all the stuff, through, I guess now three weeks in a row, Virginia has been number one, which is impressive to handle the pressure of becoming the first time in thirty-five plus years number one ranked team. What was that like? to be on a team that was ranked number one and what kind of internal pressures are there versus external pressures? Do you, how hard is it? Like the guys have done a really good job and coach Bennett's done a really good job of, I think, keeping everyone pretty level and they have their eyes on the prize, but how tough is that? Especially when you look at some of these guys that it's been 35 years and the fan base has been clamoring for something like this. <laughs> well, it, I, I think you make a great point, Caroline, and, and, and that, this team uh, this year has they've got an A plus uh, on mm-hmm. on staying focused on the task at hand and Coach Bennett. I mean that's a tribute to Coach Bennett and his entire staff for keeping everybody focused on the task at hand. I can tell you going back to uh, our days from a player's perspective, being uh, a number one ranked team, you have to keep in mind when I came in as a as a freshman or a first year student. Uh, it, it, Virginia was already ranked number one. So I overlapped with Ralph Sampson for a couple of years. And so they were ranked number one or number two in the country. And as a 17 or 18 year old kid, that, that was pretty spectacular. And you don't, I think it takes uh, uh, maybe years later to fully appreciate what that was versus Mm -hmm. just being any of us being inserted into anything at, at, 18 years of age and it's like okay this is just what it is right this is the way it is and and um it was it was 24 7 what i mean by that is with particularly when when ralph was on the team going uh, out to eat uh there were people coming up for photo ops wanting a signature to just being recognized everywhere you went in public and and the fact that there are only 12 or 15 guys on the team. It was like everybody knew who all the players were and mm-hmm. they, we were easily recognizable. And uh, so that's a, that's a interesting uh, sensation dynamic. I think when you look at the pressures that come with being number one, it's kind of like a double, you know, it's a two sided coin. And uh, if used properly, it, it can be worth six to eight points a game for you. Uh, an example of that might be at Pitt this last last weekend. I think Pitt was intimidated right out of the gate 
because they were playing the number one ranked defensive team in the country. And oh, by the way, they're the number one ranked team in the country. And and I think just Virginia was able to use that to their advantage and create separation early. Uh, the the flip side of that, and I think it's going to be really interesting as the season goes longer now. I mean, we're near the end, but being now you're the one being the hunted and you've got the bullseye on your back and the pressure of now each game becomes more and more meaningful. You know, three weeks ago, to your point, Caroline, we could have lost, you know, and, and, mm-hmm. um, okay, we, we're playing again tomorrow. Well, we got, we got, I guess a minimum of four more games. Uh, if you want to look at it that way. Yeah. And um, so each game is going to be more and more meaningful. I can tell you this, that that uh, Ralph Sampson's senior year, so that was my sophomore year, 82-83, we were the number one seed in the West region of the NCAA tournament. And I do remember, because it was Ralph Sampson's last year, it, uh, Virginia is expected to win the national championship. Uh, he's the greatest college player, arguably, of all time. And so the expectations were for us to win the national championship. And I think that pressure starts with the administration yeah. and trickles all the way down to the coaching staff. Hmm. And then from the coaching staff, it trickled down to the players. And, I mean, I, we were – I can remember a practice. We were out in Boise, Idaho – in the west in the west region having practice leading up to our uh last two games out there in that region and we're we're having fights in practice because the practices were so intense and and the coaches were yelling and we had players throwing the basketball around you you know (laughs) i mean i I could joke about it now but at the moment and in the time that's how intense uh, the situation was, and I remember Ralph Sampson pulling all of us after one of these practices. He called a team meeting, so without the coaches, and he got us all into a hotel room, and he just started telling us, you know, hey, we need to play, play together. Forget about all this other stuff. We, we you know, we need to do this. We got here together. We need to finish this and, and put all that other stuff aside, but. Uh, I think it just speaks to the the uh, the magnifying glass that mm-hmm. is placed upon that that team in particular with with Ralph Sampson. This team is a little different because they don't have that one player right. that is so mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know once in a generation really type player. So, um, but all that being said, so far. I think they have. This team has handled that remarkably well. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. With you know the pressure of the number one seed, I think is is there's there's a unique aspect for this UVA team and an added pressure because of the perceived lack of success in March. I mean, they've they've got the ACC tournament win, which is huge, uh, and obviously have made you know, sweet 16s, elite eights, but they've been the one seed a couple times and still haven't cracked that final four. So that's definitely dominating, in my mind, the national talk 
about UVA? You know, are they a contender for the Final Four? What what is it about the program or the system that may have prevented them from reaching it as a one seed? in the past few years, do you get a sense from whether it be the coaches or players or people in the program that they feel that pressure because the Brogdon teams, Joe Harris teams didn't quite get there? I don't think they feel that yet. Mm -hmm. And the question, you know, we should ask that question again after the ACC tournament, regardless of what they do in the tournament. Uh, I think this team is different in a lot of ways than trying to compare them to some of the past teams. Mm -hmm. And I know collectively as a group, they're not focused on that. And I think that is an example of the players getting on social media, reading it, picking up the newspaper uh, and reading that stuff. That's where, that's where they, they can get in trouble. And, and, and anybody, that's one of the pressures and the, the, hurdles and the obstacles if you will of of playing in that position uh we used to have a saying that uh only believe half of what you read you're never as good as they say you are and you're never as bad as they say you are so the (laughs) the uh people you know that's the i think the guys that start to read you know oh we're expected to win this game or we're expected you know i don't i don't know how they manage the coaching staff, how they manage that stuff. And, and you can't, you can't keep the guys off of it, but it, the, it, it's again, speaks to their ability to be so well-grounded and mature right, right now. And in, in the, in the process is, is, is really impressive. I, I do love, I think there's a difference uh, or there's a few differing personalities that you can kind of see online where Kyle guy will go out and quote, retweet the haters as you know, people like to say, and, <laughs> And he kind of brushes, I think he li- not lives for that stuff, but he does a good job of like brushing it off and it goes right off his back. And Isaiah told me once after a post game not to go on the internet. So when you look at this team specifically um, and in comparison to, you know, we've been dealing with um, myself included, some nervous fans, I guess. Um, I hear these guys talking and I see these guys play and they're doing so well and have all the pieces that I think that they, they need to make a final four or win a national championship. And even saying that out loud makes me feel nervous and that I'm jinxing something and I need to like knock on the closest wood possible. But what characteristics do you see in this team this year that you think could help them that will be crucial to them making a final four? And do you think this is a final four caliber team? Well, the short answer is yes. Uh, they they do have the ability to to uh, uh, certainly make it uh, to the final four. Uh, I I uh, I feel some of those same things that you've just described. Mm-hmm. The you know I've got friends of mine, former teammates, who've been texting me for for several weeks now, saying this team is a uh, is a final four team. They're going to the final four, and I'm like, wow, hold on. <laughs> we, let, let's, let's beat Syracuse first, okay? I mean, you know, that, I mean, and this was at you know Syracuse. I, it was just the next game and the next and and, uh, but the fact that that we're talking about it and and we f- we feel it and it gets people excited. Uh, it's something to talk about, and it's and that's great, and that and and they should embrace that, right? I mean, that's part of what makes this so exciting and and a and a memorable year 
in in so many ways for these guys already. Uh, but do they do they uh, can they get over the hurdle? I guess to you know make it to the final four. Yeah. And, I, and I know that that's their goal. Listen, this is a this is a very balanced scoring team. So they've mm-hmm. got different players that can step up on any given night uh, from, from uh, Devin Hall and his maturity, uh, you know, and a fifth year senior and Kyle Guy, Ty Jerome, you, you've seen DeAndre Hunter off the bench. Isaiah Wilkins can get you 10 points a night, maybe 12, you know, if needed. Uh, Nigel Johnson uh, and his his ability to come in and he can he can score but he can also defend so they're balanced all across that they they're a great defensive team as we know I think the maturity of of uh, Devin Hall Isaiah Wilkins and Jack Salt and they lead by example mm-hmm. and and then there's this 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 special ingredient that I don't think you can uh, underscore enough and that is the chemistry of this yeah. team so it it really is is their their ability to play together uh the unselfishness uh, that you see out of all these players that's that's really really special and uh so it you've got all those things working together can they continue to play together yeah i think it's going to take everyone staying healthy Sure. Uh, yeah. You have you have one key injury to to somebody that's going to change the dynamic. Uh, I'll, I'll say this: a concern could be a poor shooting night, mm-hmm. uh, playing against another team that is on fire and making everything. Um, Usually hard to beat those. Yeah. So those, those, are, those are those are hard to beat, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe you, you, no, know, you never if know. you played three out of five, you right. you might beat those yeah. guys. Two out of three, you might beat those guys. So. Yeah. That's the beauty of the NCAA tournament and all that together. And it still takes a little bit of luck. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's funny that this is a team that's really uh, obviously exceeded preseason expectations um, or early season expectations and wasn't seen to be the UVA team that could be a national title contender like some of the other ones, you know, coming in with Malcolm as a senior. I think people were throwing Virginia in preseason as that type of level of of success. Uh, This team, you know, wasn't even preseason top 25, and yet they're the ones that are being – as as dominant as we've ever seen in the ACC. I mean, they're one point from being undefeated still. A lot of that probably can be attributed to what you're talking about with, with um, teamwork and, and playing together and just they really gel so well and they know their roles, et cetera, et cetera. How much do you see as, as maybe a reflection of the rest of the conference being a little bit different this season? Uh, or is it just this is just the perfect – creation of of all the everybody knowing their role for UVA that's just worked out so well well I I think I think it's probably a combination of all those things really I mean it they the guys have have uh I mean we're we're saying the same thing over and over again right they've Mm -hmm. played together and the the uh, their ability, I mean, and this is what's amazing to me, is their ability to be able to go on the road and and get it done. Um, and, and it probably starts on the defensive end. So if you're not sure. shooting well, you can still stay in games. And, 
uh, I, one of my concerns was, or, you know, month and a half ago, how will this team handle adversity? And mm-hmm. what I meant by adversity then was what if they do lose on the road somewhere and, and then lose the next game and all of yeah. a sudden they've lost two in a row. How would they respond to right. that? Uh, and, and, uh, you know, I I was looking at the schedule just like all of us were, and I thought, wow, that's going to be a tough game at Florida State. Yeah, <laughs> guys are t- guys are tired. You know, I mean, this yeah. time of the year and the season, a lot of factors kind of working against you. You kind of got the bullseye on your back now, and so yep. people are gunning for you. And and we pulled, we we won that game, yeah. and and. And then I thought, well, okay, Miami. That's going to be a tough one at the 9 o'clock on a Tuesday night, (laughs) whatever it was. That was my pick. That was my one I looked at and was like, ooh, this Miami game. I don't like that one. Well, particularly coming off the loss to Tech preceding it, I mean, it sort of sets up a disaster scenario, a game that could be easily easily losable, and now it's a two-game losing streak for the you know a team that wanted to be number one. Ah. Yeah. Right, right. And so that's how – that's how slippery this this whole thing really can be, right? Right. They, they, that, and that goes back to to somehow they figured out a way to win that game, and and now what's you know, and then the next game that's up. Okay, what is it? And staying in the moment, and and that's where the all that social media and and all the different outlets where you can start to read. And, and now you start to believe, oh wow, maybe we really are uh, that good. Maybe we, mm-hmm. maybe we are a Final Four team. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe we are going to win the national championship. And it, and that, that can change in, in the way you approach uh, each game. And and it goes back to their ability to not get ahead of themselves. Now we're saying this with two games still left yep. to play, right? Yep. I mean, we could, right. if we were having this conversation on Sunday and, and they go and lose at Louisville and then they get upset at home against Notre Dame, right? are we not having the same right. conversation? Oh yeah, gosh, exactly. what's happened? What's wrong? Yeah. So uh, it, it, it's fun uh, for us to talk about and, and to look ahead but I, I love, and I get to see these guys up close, and particularly the the staff. I get to I get to see how they approach each game, and it, it's it really is amazing to see how they have kept the guys focused. And and you, and if you listen to Coach Bennett, I mean, he just says it. He you know we're we're, we're we want to we want to go out there. We want to play hard. We want to defend, make make the opposing team really work and earn everything they get. And and if we limit them to one shot and we take care of the basketball, we're not going to beat ourselves. And it's going to take the opposing team to play really well to yeah. beat us. And that can happen. And he'd be okay with that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you doesn't like the loss, but but if we play the best that we can play and take care of the basketball, hold them to one shot, get back in transition defense and, and uh, make them work and earn everything. So no easy transition baskets, no second chance opportunities. They really have to work and grind. We feel like we can outlast those teams more often than not. And, 
they've done a remarkable job being able to do that uh, up to this point. And I think that allows them to be in almost every game that they're going to play in for for now and moving moving forward. Absolutely. And you mentioned Coach Bennett and, you know, when I was in school, um, you know, basically bringing on Coach Bennett has absolutely clearly changed Virginia basketball for the better. And you hear him walk into the arena and it's like a you know, team concert, like with the shrieks and the cheers and the excitement. And this is, you know, his and That's ninth. just all from Caroline. Yeah, that's just me personally. In the press <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like you, talk, you can't ask for any more. Uh, I, I just I think everyone's a pretty pretty big fan of Tony Bennett to put it lightly. Um, but you kind of look at the the landscape of the ACC this year, and, and his name um, is one of the two to three that you hear a lot, both for ACC Coach of the Year and potentially National Coach of the Year. A lot of which probably stemming from people not doing their due diligence preseason and not ranking Virginia at all. So it makes it look more. Um, you know, bigger comeback with unranked to number one, like that kind of thing. But where, where do you fall on that discussion of like, do you see Tony Bennett as the ACC coach of the year this year? Wow. It's hard. It's hard to not. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, yeah. I, I would, uh, I would agree that he has done a, an amazing job with, with this team and bringing this team together and getting everybody we used to have saying, getting everybody on the same page and buying in and, and, and that's what it takes. And it, and it, it doesn't start, you know, October 1st mm-hmm. and it doesn't start Jan- uh, June 1st back in the summer. I mean, this, this is a, this is a work in progress. If you look back, what was one of, one of the many things that's impressive about him to me, you look back at that elite eight loss against Syracuse, we were all, I was at that game and Oof. I watched it and I saw the, like, oh my gosh, what happened? And, and yeah. every Virginia fan watching that, I know had to be devastated because yes. that team was <laughs> destined to go to the final yes. four. Ugh. Even thinking and, about it now, I still get like I see like, but that was the Brogdon and the Gill year. Like we we should have been in the Final Four. Yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> and, and 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 go back and find. I don't. I, I can't even remember exactly what he said, but it, it's how he said it. You go find that post game interview and mm-hmm. and and uh, the it was the way he conveyed. You know, he was he was thankful for the opportunity. He was, mm-hmm. you know, he 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 says and does all those right the right things. But I think it was that moment. There's that get going through that gets us to where we are today. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, each of those experiences in the past is kind of a building block to get us into this position where we are today and being the number one ranked team in the country. And and having a chance to compete in the NCAA tournament and go deep, and 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 I I think when you look at the body of all that, that puts him in the conversation for for uh, being coach of the year. And 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 you know I don't make that decision obviously, and yeah. <laughs> uh, I know there are a lot of other coaches who've had great seasons and. Sure. and 
you know, could argue that, but uh, you, you certainly got to put him in the, in the discussion for that. Yeah. I think coach Bennett is always, I think something along, I think he said something along the lines of like tonight there's weeping, but joy will come in the morning. I think that's the press conference you're talking about, but, um, and yeah, and I feel the same way regarding just really any, even a big win versus, you know, the loss of Virginia tech, there's an evenness that he keeps. That's, um, impressive I think you're always going to get the same like he looks at things very analytically and doesn't get too high or too low and that is a great quality I think of one of his many but um you mentioned you know two more games left for Virginia uh we're recording this and yes they will get it before Louisville yay um so Louisville on the road Virginia has a chance to go a perfect 9-0 on the road in ACC play which Honestly, every time I look at that stat this season is mind-blowing. But um, Louisville game was one that Virginia won with offense in Charlottesville. Louisville shot over 50% in that game. How do you see Thursday night's game playing out, and, and what can you expect from the Cardinals this time around? Yeah, that you know that was a tough game last time around uh, when we when we played them. Those were two high quality teams playing at a at a high level. I think at at, at that particular time and uh, Coach Pageant, you know, I give him a lot of credit. Uh, he's done a great job uh, and his staff and his players through what they've had to go through, uh, particularly at the beginning of the year and all the adversity perhaps that they've been faced with and, mm-hmm. and they did, they shot the ball, uh, you know, 50% last time they, they uh, played us. And, and that's, that's hard to, to beat. And the fact that if, if they shoot that uh, at home, they're going to be, they're going to be tough to beat They're They're, you know, they're a great shot blocking team. Uh, Mahmoud inside, I think he averages three block shots a, a, a game. And yeah. I don't know where that ranks nationally, but that's got to be in the top 10. Um, and so they're, they're big, long, athletic. They're rim protectors. They're aggressive on the basketball. They have length in the passing lanes. And um, they, they, they won their fourth ACC road game at Virginia Tech. They have a lot to play yeah. for. I think many are thinking of them as a bubble team right now for the NCAA yeah. tournament. So this is a really big game. Yet another example of what we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. So for Virginia to go into that environment, have already having already secured the ACC regular season and the number one seed in the tournament, that you know you might not think that they will have much to play for. And and I I think. Coach Bennett will have these guys up. They'll have to be ready. They'll have to be alert. They'll have to be crisp uh, and um, on offense and and sharp cuts and be very efficient with the basketball and uh, play at a very high level. Frankly, to for sure, to, yeah, to play against Louisville, who has a lot to play for. Absolutely. All right, before we let you uh, get out of here, uh, I know Caroline has some rapid-fire questions that she wants to throw <laughs> out, but um, I'll, I'll interject right before that with, can you name uh, the ACC team you least want to see the Who's matched up against in the, in the tournament, 
And then at the national landscape, we don't have to not look ahead like the players do. We, we like to look <laughs> ahead here. Yeah. The same question for the national tournament. Is there a, t- a contender in the national tournament that you wouldn't want to see as, as UVA's you know, two seed or three seed or, or maybe a, a underseeded, even more team, the uh, <laughs> and national teams, you, you're least looking for the who's to have to play. Well, I, I think nationally, the one that jumps out to me is Michigan State. If we've got to cross paths <laughs> with Michigan State. <laughs> yeah, that is correct. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, uh, I mean, you know, I, that would be a battle and a challenge. And, yep. and um, uh, that'd be good basketball for all of us to, to watch. But um, they they just... Uh, Coach Izzo, they do a great, they do a great job, and uh, you know they'll be prepared. Um, whoever they end up having to play, uh, so that that would be that would be uh, one. Um, and in the in the in the ACC tournament, you know, gosh, they're they're they're, uh, boy, you know, it's tough when they keep beating everybody. So. <laughs> It is because it's it's tough to beat that a, 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 you know a team a second time and in maybe some cases a third time right and in um, I mean I who you know who would want to play Duke I sure you know, they're yeah. they're uh, very very talented and they were young and inexperienced earlier in the year the talk is that Coach K would have those guys playing together and. Mm-hmm. Um, while they're freshmen on paper, they they won't be playing like freshmen, and they'll be playing together more so when you get to the end of the year. And so we're approaching it that. Grayson Allen's playing at a higher level now than he was before. So mm-hmm. I don't know that 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 could be a. They're all going to be. They're all <laughs> going to be tough. Yeah, I don't really want to play any of them. It's yeah. all no. <laughs> Okay, so we close out with a little just fun rapid-fire questions. Nothing too intense, but um, <laughs> we, I like to ask a series of questions for you just to get your take. So if you're ready, we'll jump into those. Well, I don't know if I'm ready after that <laughs> intro. I, <laughs> but I'm, 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 hanging on. I'm, t- I'm hanging on right now. All right, so you've played in one and have obviously covered and been to games in one. Would you – Prefer U-Haul or JPJ? Oh, uh, JPJ. <laughs> <laughs> Long pause. We'll take it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, what a great arena, and it gets loud in there. Yeah. Uh, great home home court advantage, and U-Haul was 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 good for some elements of that. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That's what I, you know, yeah, listen, these guys, these guys have like, have you seen they their locker like, room? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was so excited when I came as a, as a, my first year and we had a, we had carpeting in our locker room with the metal lockers. We had carpeting and there was a pinball machine in the locker. <laughs> how, how cool is that? You know, I thought, wow, this is this, big time. Wow. This yeah. is the one. That's awesome. Um, if you had to call another sport on grounds, not basketball, which one would you choose? You could make yourself an expert in the sport if you needed. <laughs> uh, men's soccer. 
And, and crossing over to women's soccer uh-huh. because I don't watch enough of that. I, I would enjoy watching the women's uh, soccer team play more. And my roommate in college was a great soccer player at Virginia. So um, he played under those teams for with Bruce Arena. And I always joked with him, like, oh, I could, I could be goalie. Come out, <laughs> I, I, you know, I could play goalie for you guys. And so he took me out on the soccer field once and he's 30 yards away I kid you not and I'm standing in the in the net and he he kicks a ball and I barely had a split second that I barely got my hands up in front of my face (laughs) or that ball would have would have broken my nose I know I mean it came at me at 100 miles an hour just happened to glance off of my fingertips and I and then I thought you know what maybe not (laughs) Um, would you rather have a monster dunk or a huge block Oh, monster dunk! I had <laughs> I had more monster dunks than I ever had huge blocks. All right. Um, which player on this current UVA team would you not want to have had to defend? Mm. Or, or face at all. So either way, like if you don't want to go against their defense, either I'll take either answer. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think going against their defense. Can I can I list the team as a whole? Their defense. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that works. I mean that 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 was. I I watched them play, and I like wow. It's really hard to get into the paint and mm-hmm. touch the paint, and and I often try to put myself in that situation. It's like wow, would, would I even be able to get a shot off in this in this game today? I don't. You know, they don't let would, you take a couple cracks. <laughs> no, 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 boy, that would that would be um, that would be uh, that would be that would be tough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love watching the defense. All right, last one. Um, favorite restaurant, Charlottesville. Let's go easy. Hmm. I. Oh gosh. <laughs> I thought this was gonna be the easiest one. That's right? a hard question. This is. <laughs> There's so many great choices, <laughs> and this is like a this is like a a, a free plug in in many ways. It's but it, it, you know, yeah. the there are some um, um, Hamiltons uh, on the downtown mall. Um, it, you know, it's a classy, nice um, joint, and 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 the people that own that place and the people that work there are, are really good people. Good stuff. Sounds good to me. All right, that's my last question. All right, well, uh, we'll let you go, and and thanks again so much uh, for for coming by and talking to us, and enjoy the road trip uh, to Louisville, and uh, we'll see you at the tournaments. Yes. Look, yeah, look look forward to it, and and thank you both for having me. Absolutely, Absolutely. thanks, Jim. All right, and stay tuned uh, to com for all your uh, finishing up the regular season and your uh, ACC and NCAA tournament coverage, and until next time. I'm Pierce for Caroline and the rest of us here. Go Hoos. five-hour energy it works fast it works long it tastes good and with zero sugar and four calories there's nothing holding you back 
fits your pocket, fits your backpack, fits your on-the-go life, whether you're going to work, going on vacation, or just going out with friends. 5-Hour Energy. Energy on the go. For more information, visit 5hourenergy.com.